The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Coming straight from the Mouths of Madness, I'm one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F you, Honor. What's up, you fresh, flesh-eating bitches? You happy, <laughs> Hannibal, wannabe motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. That shit. I gotta say, though... What's, what's the market price? This movie surprised me with the level of comedy. And maybe it was not... Maybe some of it wasn't intended. Yeah. Either. But there's a lot of funny shit in this film. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'm the main actor acting this character being one of them. So tonight on the Chalking Block, we're going to talk about, I believe it's 2022. Yeah. I think it came out this year. I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least it's streamed this year. Maybe it came out limited somewhere, but. Somewhere, yeah. Yeah. We'll correct it in the release notes if it's, if it's not 2022. 2022's fresh. Now, it is a Hulu original, so I don't think it would have come out somewhere else. That's, that, that's true. It's a Hulu true. original film, yeah. so. Yeah, it's the, the main, the only actor of note that I know of is Sebastian Stan. There's only like five actors in this entire yes. movie, so that yeah. is true. Yes, but man, I, I'm going to throw it out there real quick, man. Sebastian Stan kind of impressed me recently. Yeah, that's the same motherfucker that's in that Pam and Tommy does a pretty good Tommy Lee. He does, but I gotta make it. I gotta make some statements about that show real quick. It's fucking those tattoos are goddamn atrocious. There's terrible that's, fake tattoo job. No, the, the, those are pretty accurate because that's how atrocious those tattoos, those tribal no, tattoos. I went back and watched some interviews with Tommy Lee and they don't actually match up to Tommy Lee's tattoos. I, I guess when it gets to that, not, amount, not, when it gets to that yeah. amount of tribal, I, I just... I, well, think I noticed just, a lot more color in his actual arm versus right. what's on the show. Now, it could have been because it's the 90s and it wasn't filled in yet. That's true. That's, that's, that's a possibility. Yeah. But the other thing is that Sebastian Stan is in no way the size of Tommy Lee. As well, far no. As height and stuff. But I'm talking about the mannerism. Yeah. And mannerisms. things like that. Like, he's been a couple of things besides Winter Soldier related. Um, yeah, yeah. That I, it actually impressed me. Like, he was uh, the boyfriend in uh, I, Tanya. Mm-hmm. Had the mustache. Played a dirtbag. Did mm-hmm. a really good job. Did a really good so, job, yeah. So, him and this, I was already kind of like, all right, let's see what you got. And... I thought he did a great fucking job. Yeah, I thought he crushed it because, like, he played it so well up to the point. And that, dude, was that the longest wait for a title? I feel like it was longer than the Friday 13th remake. Yeah. Like, it was so fucking long. So, yeah, we're, what, like 20 minutes in? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, shit, here's the title. Yeah. But I like how they worked it in with the way they set up everything. So. Like, I completely forgot that they had shown me the title till so the they, title came on. Yeah. Well, because at a certain point with films, you expect you're not going to get it until the very end, right? Yeah. The movie ends, you get the film title, which that happens too, right? But to have an actual the title pop up... The only one I can up, think of recently that happened was the fucking shitty-ass remake of uh, um, Wrong Turn. Yeah. You ever got to the very end, you're like, what are you watching? Oh, yeah, Wrong Turn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe they should just even yeah. left that off there. Anyhow, let's yeah. get back to the current movie we're watching. Uh-huh. We're talking about. So, <laughs> but yeah, so it's Chick who's just basically had enough with dating. dating. Oh, well, they show you as one of her, I guess, Tinder dates, whatever, and the dude talks about how he really appreciates when girls dress up. 
And she and looked, and she's not. She's wearing casual, but he's like, you know, you know, back in the day, whenever you went out somewhere, always dress up. I mean, like he's like, look what you're wearing. That's not too. That's not bad, but it could be. And it's like, oh, dude, stop. You're like, stop talking, man. And the minute mm. he starts criticizing in a very friendly, like I'm just giving you friendly advice kind of thing. Like she's already like, all right, fuck this. And then literally, he's like, "All right, so we're splitting this, right? We're split, splitting the tab." Oh, you want the leftovers? You want the leftovers? Oh my god! I know. Do you mind oh. paying the tip? And you're like, "Dude, you're never." And literally brings up like, "What? Do this again?" She's like, "No, no, no." And dude, uh, right off the bat, when they sat down, maybe she was still in it for like a free, like, okay, well, maybe I'll at least get a meal out of it. But that fucking scarf. Yeah. That fucking scarf, dude. I wanted to choke him with it. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> and then he's talking about prick. people's style. You're like, do you not know you're fucking wearing a scarf and it's not scarf weather? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh god, it was. But you get an idea. Like, okay, she's been on enough of these dates. She is burnt the fuck out. She talks to her friend. Like mm-hmm. another one of those fucking awful dates. So she's almost kind of given up. Like she's just not. She's almost like she's not gonna try anymore. And then she's randomly in the grocery store and... There and walks Sebastian Stan and they have that whole little, you know, they flirt, yada, 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 and he... Well, he tells her to try, his, try that they make the grapes that now are cotton candy, candy flavor. that's yeah. right, that's right, yeah. So... He's got, yeah, I mean, so he's got his end, he flirts, and he, like, stumbles intentionally, you find out later, of course, this was his whole setup. He, he's a master at doing this shit. And, of course, you know, it ensues, and, like, you see, like, a lot of them actually just having really like raw like goofy uninhibited like like that get up and just randomly dance shit like that you know yeah. like they're like it's they're, not they're, you know it's not forced exactly like you know they're having this back and forth that like seems genuine and you know he's not forceful at all he's just like you know it'd be kind of cool if we go out sometime and she's like yeah and they, they go out and they have like an amazing date and they end up fucking and mm-hmm. like so and everything starts to develop but it's not like forced mm-hmm. and so she and starts never to comes really off as really creepy. yeah and she starts to really trust him mm-hmm. and um, I mean she literally takes the after they the next morning after they had sex he she takes a photo of him sleeping and you can kind of build up they're 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 moving very fast but it doesn't. Scream like there's something sketchy yeah, here. It's not like, it's not like hit the brakes, which yeah. I really appreciate because you know you expect it with a movie that we're going with this when you know the premise of it that it's going to seem kind of forced. Mm-hmm. But he almost plays it where almost like well I I can back off if you want I can back off you know I I don't want to go too fast you know fast and she's like no 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 like she's trusting him and it's almost because he's not being forceful exactly and so he comes up with this whole thing where he's like hey you know I'm I'm supposed to go out of town. I don't know, would there be something that you would be interested in? I was going to go, you know, this nice resort and the, you know, cabin in the woods. But they, they were going to, but then they, like, wouldn't stop at his place on the way. Yeah. Like, but, stop but, at his place first. And but, then... well, no, when he brings it up, he's like, you know, but if you don't want to do that, I had already booked it. And so she's just like, you know what? We've, I've been on enough dates. And, we, you know, she starts, she feels, I can trust you. And so that's the whole setup. And then, you know, she tells her friend, hey, I'm going on, this, you know, for the weekend. Then his setup is, well, hold on, before we go, I forgot, and you stop by my house, you know, on the way, that's cool. Yeah. That's where... That's where, that's where it happens, and yeah, I mean, and again, it's just like, you know, it's, it pretty much sets right in, they sit down, you know, that's, you know, I don't remember if beforehand it came out what he did, but when she's, she said... Uh, no, I think he brought it that he was he's a doctor. He's a doctor, yeah. So, 
to her. The house. He's handsome. They they gel together. He's a fucking doctor. He makes bank. But even when she like, sees the house, she's like, wait. She's like, wow. Like, yeah. You know, okay. And then. Is you that you that mean was, the house yeah. that's huge and out in the middle of fucking like nowhere? nowhere? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Where <laughs> there is no cell phone coverage. Mm hmm. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. And then makes her drink and then she wakes up chained in a room. Well, it's kind of fucked up because he's talking to her and he knows he's drugged her. And I love that it goes from her point of view. So he's talking to her and he's just like, you know, and then blah, blah, blah. And he's almost talking about boring shit. Mm. And he can see her. She's nodding off. He's like, are you okay? Here, you should come over. Come, here, sit over next to me. Mm. Like, come on, stand up. <laughs> and then she stands Funk. up, two steps, flop. And then fresh. And it's fucked up because you know. <laughs> yeah, and that's what the title comes on. But he knows he drugged her. I was yeah. like, you should try to give her a walk right now. Yeah. It'd be really fucking funny. <laughs> and then, uh, but I mean, then we really see him. Like, the whole time, the rest of this film, he's fucking, like, insane. Like... Well, that's the thing. She wakes up, and then you're like, okay, where are we going with this? Because we've seen enough movies of the chick get drugged, and then and she wakes up, and she's in her own kind of room the ba- cell. A toilet and a sink, and it's weird. You notice the bed is, like, flush? Like, you made it recessed? Mm-hmm. I guess so. There's no way... I don't I don't really... Or anything to pick up and throw? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah, I don't it's know, very you know? minimalistic. Yeah. All, like, it's a room, but it's a cell. Mm-hmm. But she's chained to the wall. I mean, it's a it's a sick setup. Like he's got these like passcode, like you know, pass uh, card readers to open yeah. and close the door. It's not a key, you know. Yeah. Like it's not like an actual lock, and they're not like solid doors. They're like those offset lattice doors. So it's like really heavy wood. Remember, like the panels are offset, so you can kind of see out because yeah. she can see whenever he's grabbing another girl and walking down the hallway with her. But he she can't really see. She can just. Kind of see enough, yeah, yeah, just to like see motion exactly. And it's and screaming and fighting. As she wakes up, she's like, Oh my god, what are you gonna do? And he's still very calm. He's like, Hey, hey, calm down, calm down. And she's like, Are you are you are you gonna just kill me? Are you gonna kill me? He's like, Well, no, 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 I'm I'm gonna take parts off of you. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you you will die, Mm -hmm. yeah, you will be killed, but not all at one time. He's like, There's gonna be just parts taken away from you. And you're like, what the fuck? And then you come to find out, dude, she's not alone. And she talks, she can hear somebody in the room next she's to talking, her. Yeah, she's talking to that person. And yeah, this is just, his whole oh. setup is, is he tricks women, captures them, and then cuts body parts off to sell on the black market for Now, he that, will kill them, but he says he gets more money if they're alive. Yeah. And dude, it, like, there's this whole scene where he shows wants him, it, it keeps, yeah. keeps it fresh keeps it fresh exactly yeah. and he goes through this whole there's this whole montage of him like risky businessing into the kitchen oh, dancing God. and pulling oh. out this giant freezer he's pulling out body parts and fucking filling the box with like panties and it gets very american and psycho fucking, for a minute yeah because yeah. it's the 80s music yeah he's dancing around you can tell he loves what he's doing oh he enjoys the shit out of it like and he's like yeah you know i you know i, I spice up the box i'll fill it with like panties that i say are from the girl and a picture and like you know some uh, some other scented stuff and yeah, yeah like he, so it's this whole setup that he packages with me but you realize he's got like literally a restaurant size walk-in freezer that's got like whole torsos yeah and fuck oh my god dude like, and, then, and then he has somebody <laughs> that shows up once a week to pick up the packages that mm-hmm. he packages and you see that it's sent to all these rich ass motherfuckers that 
the you know the hardest you know meat to get is that of a human human yeah because yeah. it's murder at least in America they could have went to another country yeah if they really wanted it like they could have just like literally flown to another country but I think country. it's not just that that he has a whole setup he doesn't get caught it's like set up like this like just the you know very high grade very like I said market price whatever um, the way it's handled so and he's a doctor so he knows what he's doing what he's cutting off how to pretty much the not ruin the meat really the high points she <clears throat> at one point she's like I gotta use the bathroom um, so she he lets her out and of course she tries to escape yeah. and then he slams her knocks her out and then she wakes up stomach down oh, and man. because she lied to him and he couldn't trust her it's like well, I gotta take something from you. So he literally cut off her ass. Yep. But I cheeks. will say she didn't have an ass to begin with. But the clothing, really... but the clothing that she wore later uh, throughout the rest of the movie, she definitely had cheeks. Oh, really? Like if you look, like I was looking well, for that shit, dude. The way I looked at that, because I also was, but I mean, it's still we're talking about padding and stuff like that. I mean, like you know, I mean, she's he's caused her up enough that yeah well, that's true. it she, looks she, like she's got a little bump she, that, she, couldn't, that's... she couldn't sit down to pee she couldn't yeah. sleep on her ass like, he literally took her ass oh my god now her hilarious. friend starts getting suspicious because he's using her he's using the phone to send her friend messages like you know having a great time in the shot of a waterfall mm-hmm. her friend is already like because they have this interaction where she's like love you and her, her friend says like you know some kind of coded love you too, but in like a weird way. So on the text, when she says love you, and the other person, not her friend, yeah. says love you too, and it's like, no, no. no. She finds out that shot of the waterfall was pulled from... The uh, internet. Yeah, from the internet. Yeah. And so she starts investigating. This is where it gets a little interesting. Yeah, finds the dude's... The because dude has a fucking house. Her, remember, our main chick took a photo of him and had sent it to... Um, her 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 friend, so you she has at least something, figures out, oh shit, this dude that she finally finds out on on Facebook or whatever, matches that, goes to the house and yeah. and well yeah and she goes she goes not well, she, the in house the picture on Facebook it showed him with a wife and kid yep it's two kids, and then so she goes to the house, sees the same woman from the picture goes in the house and is like hey I don't. I don't. I don't know how to tell yeah. you this. You don't. I know you don't know me, but I, I think husband? your husband's cheating on you yeah. with my friend. And she's like, "What? No. What? Whatever." Anyway, so can you come in? Like, uh, uh, at first you're like, "Okay, the wife doesn't know. So yeah. She's gonna go in. She's gonna find out." Blah blah. And she reacts in a way of like, "What are you talking, are you talking about? about?" And then like, in walks Sebastian Stan. Right, right about the time that the wife told the girl to leave, the friend to leave, and the wife says like, "Hey, you know, well, she thinks you kidnapped her friend and this and that." And like. Basically, friend, uh, basically, if you, as, Noah, as, is it no? Was it Noah or what's her friend's name? I don't know. Um, basically, say Noel. Noel. Sebastian stands showing her out the door. Right when he gets her, he turns around. And he's like, "You really, you really shouldn't have come here." Oh no, no, no! And then no, the no, wife no. hits her on the back of the head no, and knocks her out. Noel's friend calls her cell phone. That's right. And he that's what it was. has her cell phone in his pocket, so he hears the ring, like, and really that's when he turns around. You really shouldn't have come here. And the wife clunk. Yep. The wife's in on it. So, yeah. Now, moving forward with that, the ne- they, they really focus on the next scene of, like, his daily life, now that you know the wife knows about it. And, like, he's going for a run one day, one morning, and then when he goes back to the house, he literally pulls out 
human, a human like roast of something like a, like a leg. Yeah. And he slices some some layers off of it. Later on, you find out that his wife is missing a leg. So my question with that is, is his wife the first a one point eight victim that tricked him? Because as the movie goes on and he die, he's, when he's dying, she doesn't give a fuck. But she wants to keep the money going. Yeah. And she also knows she's an accomplice. And maybe that's what it is. Is is they never explain it, but uh, yeah, that that he got his first taste, and before he went through with it all, she convinced him, hold on, you know, let's work as a team here. Yeah. Or was it that he that was the first victim that then she knew how, in order for her to stay alive, she had to kind of do this. Possibly, but I mean... Because that's kind of how it's going. I think she could get away. That's kind of how it's going. He's the house long enough. I mean, they had two kids, so I, I feel like I mean, she might have worked But now she's an accomplice because she knows about it. Right. But I think she's always known about it. Yeah, because I was going to say now, as it moves along with our current character... And how basically what she ends up having to do is she has to end up playing into him because the, the girl the, next door the said end, that, um, you know, hey, play along. He likes you. He, did he give you magazines? Remember, she got the magazines. Yeah. So like he's treating her differently than other girls. Yeah. And, so the, the other girl tells him her to play along with it. So as the movie goes along, she's playing along with it to the point well, she, where she's eating. Yeah. He's and making that's the her thing, the food. Is that she, you know, she figures out figures out a way to get in his head. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. You know, we're usually, you know, after a while, kind of a Stockholm Syndrome thing happens. That's what I'm wondering if that's the wife did. That's what I'm wondering if the wife was doing. Yeah, but this is the opposite because our our main chick, Noelle, she, you know, what does it taste like? And starts, and he sees something he hasn't seen with all his other victims, which is curiosity. Yeah, but what I'm saying is... And he already had a connection because, remember, she brings up, like, I slept with him. And the girl in the other room says, "You, you all slept together? Like mm-hmm. well, when she asked him, he said that was a mistake. Yeah. So, but like I said, that's why I'm thinking that maybe the wife did that too. She played with into him. Yeah. Initially, they like they had to. There has to be something unique to get in his head. Exactly. It doesn't make them just meet. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I think that the wife had to obviously have that. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have. I feel like he would have kept eating her. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, at the end of the film, she gave zero fucks that he was dying. Well, that and, that and she's with the main guy that comes to pick up the meat. Yeah. Almost as if she's in charge of the business in a way. Mm, yeah. So yeah, like so she's. But yet Noel plays into into his fantasy and like has interest and in, you know because remember early on he's like he's basically has a feeling that she's like him in some way and, he, and, she, and she just and she plays does, into it and she play yeah she plays into it she's like you know he's like you know there's there's just something about you that. You see through all the bullshit. You see how people actually are. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you you weren't raised a, a way of doing this, and like, and she's like, well, yeah, that's and like, she feeds into that. So there's well, she more starts trust. smart though. Like, remember when she first asked, "What's it taste like?" When she's make, she's just looking, she's like doing something with herself in the mirror in the, in her prison cell room, and he's like, like. I can't put into words, but imagine the most exquisite blah blah. blah. It's a million times better than that. And she was like, huh. And it pissed him off because he was like, huh, and like stormed out. Yeah. So she like played with him at first with it and then started showing but the interest, right? But she gets to the point where he he does invite her to try this. And yeah. he's like, can I just, she's like, what was the name of what we're eating? And he goes, her name was Hope. Yeah. And she's like, well, that's that's that's, ma- that's amazing. That's that's a, yeah. that's the perfect name for the meal. And then he went to say that this is a $30,000 meal. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. Holy shit. And it was like six meatballs. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it was like six meatballs, but yeah, she she goes through like three or four meals to the point where he bought he's got her a dress and like they're like 
It's like a romantic. Like he's setting up a romantic they, date. He's skipping his hanging out with his wife. Yeah. To spend time with her. Like remember, he he, he locks his phone in a drawer and his ring and all this stuff. Like she's, he's she's really worked him so much that he's like yeah, and and to the point where when they're sitting to eat dinner, she asks again, "What's the name of this person?" And like uh, I think it was Melody, Melanie, or something like that. She's like, "That's a boring name for a meal," yeah. and they're having a laugh. Yeah, and like to him, it's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, like someone that gets it. Like this this chick's name was so boring that the meal is better than her actual. Name. name was yeah like eating her is more enjoyable than her name yeah. like her existence apparently you know but yeah and that's then, where you so at that point, trust at that point there's the trust because she points out she even points it out so make him know that she realizes you haven't handcuffed me the la- like the last couple times remember because the first few times he handcuffed yep. her at the table yeah and she pointed out you haven't handcuffed me for a couple times and then she asked him a dance so they have they go through a dance which they did that on their like first or you second could almost date. say she's playing the, the the way he did to her at the beginning yes where it's so casual and she's like you know you forgot to put handcuffs on me yeah and it's but it's like instead of him discovering it she just like look how much you can trust me you yeah. didn't even put handcuffs on me and i'm telling you about it so after the dance, they start making out. Oh, and carry him, and, you know, they make it back to the bedroom, and he is just so trusting of this, completely realizing that he manipulated. She's it. She's it too. Yeah, yeah. He just completely forgot about the fact of everything he did to her, right? And she starts to go down on him, and oh, she went man. to the bathroom first, right? We don't realize what she did in the bathroom. She grabbed toothpaste. Yeah. And she's going down on him. She's squeezing some in her hand, and then she fucking chomps down on his fucking dick she gets and when a little he bite. screams up when he screams and reaches up she shoves toothpaste in his eyes and books it now like dude that has every did she time she bite it off did she bite it off they don't they don't say cuz there's there's a lot of blood there's a lot of blood and i don't remember if she spits out anything but she chomps down on it uh, i feel on, like if, she, if he bit it off he would have bled out sooner than that he actually got killed that is true cuz i mean he they had a whole fight in the kitchen with like, because all right, so when that, at that point she goes and gets, she knows he had kidnapped her friend, obviously. So Noel goes and gets her, and then gets the other girl who at this point is missing a leg and an arm. Yeah, the the girl she's been talking to a little time, and they're bo- trying to get out of the house. Well, he's made it out of the room, and there's this huge fight between the three of them. Which that I like how realistic it was. You know, a mo- these movies where like it's one chick going against a some a dude, and like who's clearly a psychopath, and as much like you're you're tapping into a level of strength that yeah. the girl that the, even if it's another guy is probably not going to be tapping into because he's just going with fight or flight. She's going with fight or flight. He is a fucking nut job. Like there is like it's been proven time and time again. Like psychopaths can tap into. Well, not only that, but you're talking about three injured traumatized yeah. women that are trying to defend themselves. themselves exactly but they've also are missing body parts yeah been drugged yeah been you know just like everything possible so they are all pretty weak like and they're and they're going after him, physically yeah. weak having to defend themselves so but they're still getting oh, no, they're, going, they're going they're fucking went hard they got the meat the fucking meat tenderizer oh yeah to the fucking dome bro dude that shit looked his face looked fucked oh that. yeah they <laughs> fucked him up so but he's like you said he's psycho so i mean he keeps going out i mean like again we don't know how much of his penis is left I mean, no no but whatever's going on with that he's still attacking with full strength even mm-hmm. now getting hit with the meat cleaver getting i think he got stabbed face into the fucking counter a couple times yeah i mean he gets fucked up yes he fucks them up too but he yes. fuck, he gets pretty fucked that's what up. i'm saying like so be- between the three of them how fucked up he got even though they are injured m- it was more believable as far as like a, you know like um uh a, the, f- the female taking control yeah and not being 
you know, now moving from the victim to the victor kind of thing, you yeah. know, where like some roles, like I spit on your grave, it's like one woman against like, was it four dudes? Three dudes? Yeah. Like, eh. even though even though she separated like the first one, I think, and, you know, that she kind of went after him one by one. Still, it's like, this was just way more believable for me and it didn't take me out of the movie and anything. It would have me like, no, fuck, get his ass. Fuck that son of a bitch. Like, and all, when all three of them were attacking him in that scene, it was just so awesome. And then like they run out and he's barely following them. Um, he's got a gun now at this point and uh, the, the, the end of the movie just it, basically he, they end up getting the gun and they shoot him is basically what happens yeah but that's the whole thing is they, they end, end up shooting him killing him shoot him in the head so there's no question I'll, uh, I'll scream you know you gotta make sure but then his wife pulls up with the guy that's there to pick up the the, yeah, the, the, packages. Of, yeah. the packages and I can't remember what happens to him but Mm-mm. the wife finds our main chick and pretty much jumps on her and just starts choking the fuck out of her and it's like you know well, she sees her husband dead first yeah she sees her husband doesn't dead. give a shit and <laughs> doesn't give a shit except for you just cost this this was our main way of making money mm-hmm. you fucking cost us that so it's not a like i'm avenging my husband it's i'm you you cut off my fucking like my Bloodline, sword. Yeah. yeah oh i think she sent him in to start cleaning up yeah, okay. I think she sent him into the house to start cleaning up because it was a fucking mess, right? Yeah. I think that, I believe that's what happened. Um, but yeah, so. How- that's right, because she also discovers his phone everything in the locked, drawer everything with her away, calling yeah. it like 30 times and his wedding ring. So there's enough there that she's like, oh, you were a piece of shit. So she's pissed off about that. But in the same instance, like she goes after Noel and then Noel pulls out that fucking knife and like, because yeah. it looks like, you think for a second the, the wife's going to win. It's going to choke the shit out of her. But pulls out that knife and just slash. What's he slash her throat? Or, yeah, throat yeah, it was the throat. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it was fucking great. I, now I don't remember. Was there anything after that? You watched it more recent than me. Not really. That's okay. about it. Is that they get I watched up it almost a month ago, and so. they pretty much yeah. pretty, they find uh, the bartender, which we didn't really bring up. Hey, who was he, kind who of the fuck? He, like he was kind of the connecting piece because um, the bar that Noel and our main yeah they, they went to, on went a date there, there and that's, so it, he served one little part and everything else after that was like useless basically right it was just showing him except for there was somebody for her best friend to relay information oh shit i found the guy he lives at this house he has yeah. a wife but then he goes there and he's like nah fuck that yeah and he, so at that point i feel like he was there for comic relief because he didn't do anything he kind of showed, no no they when they ran out of the woods they used he, they got into his car that's right that's what it was okay so okay that was his usefulness <laughs> He, used to get he accidentally driver. was there. He yeah. Was, he was, yeah, because remember, he left the house and was going down the road, and that that's the car they jumped yeah. in to get away. That's what it was. But, um, yeah, I... I enjoyed this movie. I Yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought, okay, it looks like it might be generic, but I thought, after a while, the way it was set up, I thought Sebastian Dan's performance was fucking great. Well, the main, and he had a very, lead, a very, woman very much Bateman, um, American Psycho kind of style to it. Um, but then, again, the kind of reverse Stockholm Syndrome, I yeah. thought was was great. And fuck, man, when she bites down, Dude, I was oh like, God. holy fuck. No, God, no. It's fucking terrible. No, I enjoyed that film. You're right. I got, I did get some Patrick Bateman, but like I said, I definitely got a sense of Hannibal just from the level of... Um, I think Bateman just because of how much he enjoyed what he was doing. How much of enjoyed what he was doing, I was saying my, my sense of the Hannibal, and I'm, I mean more like the Hannibal from the show because you got more of his enjoyment of eating 
Oh, I see what you're talking about. Like how it's a delicatessen. Exactly. Like, like uh, you don't really you, get that. No, no, only one meat in the world is this expensive. Exactly. Yeah. You like you don't get that in the three main movies because he's locked up, right? Uh, you get a little bit at the end of the third movie, which is the uh, pretty good movie. Ray Liotta, he does that was rain. so fucking terrible. Yeah. But like the whole show, you see him like feeding the people he's captured like dates and acorns and figs to sweeten the meat. You see him take off pieces at a time. So if you, anybody's watched the show Hannibal, it's very reminiscent of that because he's, he's been taking pieces of these women yeah. and not just killing them at once. That's what Hannibal does in the show. Yeah. So that's why it's like very... Like, the, the eccentric and the excitement is Bateman, because Hannibal never gets that way. He's very controlled, very, very composed. Bateman, not so much. Yeah. So, that, to me, I think it's a good combination of the two. So, and I do recommend anybody, if they have not watched the this, this series Hannibal, fucking watch it. That's some dark shit. And it, I can't believe that they got away with that shit on NBC, because that is fucking graphic. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I need to go back and... Uh, yeah. I started watching it. It was all on Netflix at one point. That's where I, I watched it. I think it's it. still on there. Yeah, I, th- I think it moved to Hulu, actually, now. Oh. I think. Well, that makes sense with this movie. Mm. So, uh, yeah. Hit us up at lowdownbrown.gui.gmail.com if you have seen it or if you watched it after you listen to this because you sparked your interest. Let us know what you think. We want your fucking feedback. Please. And as always, go to gui.podcast.com. Check out all the shows under the network. There is something for everybody. A bunch of great, amazing fucking content across the board and why on GIPodcast.com also check out the links tab and the first link is amazon.com you click on that link it takes you to amazon all you gotta do is log in and shop like normal we just get a little kickback and that's that's fucking great we yeah. love that please we appreciate awesome. it awesome we greatly appreciate it you're gonna go on amazon anyway there's yeah, everyone always uses gonna be something you yeah, everyone uses amazon <laughs> yeah I mean, it means like, oh, I, I need to get this. What, are you, you going to go to the wait to go to the store to look yeah. for it, or are you going to just pull out your phone and look at Amazon? Yeah, just do that. That's, that's what you do. <laughs> anyway, um, next to the Amazon link is our link to T Public, which T Public is the merch store for GUI. That's where all the designs are for all every show and multiple designs across the we've board. We've got for shows. we've got two designs. Uh... Yeah, we've got the OG design, and then we've got our Weapons of Madness design. Um, really fun. Weapons of Madness is really fun. The OG design is just, I mean, that's what we've had since the original. So, yeah, I mean, get a, you can get that made on a pillow. Snuggle yeah. up with us each night. There you go. Yep. Snuggle up with the Madness boys. <laughs> I like it. And uh, you can get it on everything. Like I said, pillows, banners, totes, shirts, bunch of shit. So make sure to check that out. And um, until we talk to you again, embrace the madness. Lowdown Brown. Inviting you to check out Geek Some of the Influence, a podcast that pairs booze with conversation with good friends. And a little nerd culture. We get a lot of colorful conversation out of our episodes, but it is here for everyone. No gatekeeping. Always level up everything we do. We'll punch up, never punch down. Exactly. So check out Geeks Under the Influence everywhere you get your podcasts and join us or die. Shut the fuck up, Hobbit. Welcome to GUI Nights. GUI Nights. 
Yeah, I am Lowdown Brown. With me as always, Mike the Hobbit. This is the tangential side of GUI. This is like so many of those other shows that has the after the show bit mixed with a little bit of Baywatch night, so it's a little sexier. It's a little bit after hours. Also while tying it into the previous episode of GUI, so look forward to that too because this comes out the week after the flagship hour-long episode. So make sure to check out GUI nights, and uh, when you're done, you can go the fuck home. Hey guys, Scotty P here with Smash on your left, and we are the Geek Fathers. That's right, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So welcome to our world. And as always, join us or cry. In a world with too many reboots and remakes, two men will stop at nothing to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit and Tondi as they play by their own rules while pitching new takes on some of your favorite and least favorite films and TV shows. What podcast would dare to bring this upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. In a world of blockbuster movies, there is another dimension. The Dimension of Schlock Cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guide at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the Schlock be with you. you.